1: Yes, the Hobart Hurricanes open line and text line this morning. Tell us your favourite Hurricanes moment to win tickets to home games this season. Call us on 1300 42 1533 or Texas on 0437 Brent Costello here in Hobart. Tim Payne's over in Adelaide. And it's now time for a sports update. Thanks to... Sorry. Go, Tim. I was going Go to give then. you my
0: favourite Hurricanes moment.
1: Okay. Because
0: after we... There's two in the one story here. After... Um, we beat the Melbourne Stars in the semi-final. Yes. Ben Dunk did pretty, I would say, 90% of the celebrations in Captain Hurricane's head and Captain <laughs> Hurricane's feet. And the second part of that was about three hours after that game, Glenn Maxwell was the only Melbourne Star still in our change rooms and we had him in full Hurricanes kit.
1: <laughs> did you <she> really? Yeah. <laughs> That was a great if anyone's night. got a photo of that, text us through. And, That'd be sorry, good I've got to a see.
0: third one. Travis Burt nearly got arrested because the MCG is so big that <laughs> how the security guards get around underneath is on golf carts. And at about yep. 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, Travis Burt tried to drive one of the golf, courts, golf <laughs> carts back to the hotel. <laughs> so times have changed a <laughs> little bit, Brent, but that was all three of those things happened in the one night.
1: So more off-field so, memories for you, Tim. And the yeah, reason he you came celebrated up on the so hu-
0: security screen trying to drive out those big <laughs> underground gates, and they had to come and rip him off.
1: The reason you celebrated that so hard is because at that point you would have got through to the Champions League, wouldn't you? Over yeah. In India, yeah. That's what the big celebration that, would have been that about. That was
0: bigger than winning it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, financially, anyway. Obviously, yeah. we wanted to win the Big Bash, but we got a little bit carried away and didn't uh, quite turn up in our best state for the final.
1: Very good. It's time for a sports update. Thanks to Irigir to save time and water. Irrigir is here. Australia has named its 14-man squad for its first test of the summer against Pakistan. David Warner will remain as opener, while Alex Carey is still the side's first-choice keeper, despite being dropped after one game during the World Cup. West Australian Quick Lance Morris has a chance to make his test day at his home ground after being recalled into the squad. The first test, of course, starts December 14 at Optus Stadium, and Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Well, let's start with the squad, Pony. What did you make of that? No real surprises no there No surprises,
0: you? was there? No, I don't think so. I think it was pretty clear in the lead-up that Warner was, was going to play. I thought his World Cup form was excellent, and I, and I know we... You know they're different formats, but um, yeah, I think he's he's been proven good enough for long enough um, to to stay with him for the start of this series. It doesn't guarantee him right through. Certainly, he's got to perform, but I thought he's well cut form. He looked as good as we've seen him for a long time. So I didn't mind that selection. Um, Alex Carey, as we touched on, first choice Test keeper hadn't had a great period of white ball cricket. but I don't think his Ashes form was so bad that he wouldn't be selected for this one. And he, and he um, scored a really good 80 here during the week. So, um, And as we touched on, I thought his keeping in the Ashes series was absolutely outstanding. So um, I'm glad they've stuck with him. And uh, But I think, you know, Lance Morris, will talk of him making his debut, maybe you will, maybe he won't. But I think if they pick their best three quicks, uh, he'll be on the sidelines.
1: Right. Let's get to the elephant in the room. Now, I loved your honesty all year. We're on our penultimate show, so don't hold back here, please. I'm going to get my phone here and set my recorder so I can record this. And Hamish has already had two individual requests for the audio of what you're about to say. It
0: doesn't
1: matter. I'm going to read out Mitch Johnson's comments in the West Australian about David Warner and George Bailey. Then I'm going to play some audio of George Bailey's reply, and then we're going to get your response. So this is what Mitch Johnson had to say in the West Australian yesterday. When then-Captain Tim Payne's career was ending over the sexting scandal, Chairman of Selectors George Bailey said he didn't want to be part of deciding Payne's fate because the pair were close friends. Bailey said he would leave it to then-coach Justin Langer and fellow Selector Tony Dottermaid to work it out. What courage. The handling of Warner in recent years, who played with Bailey in all three forms, raises the question of whether Bailey was simply too quickly out of playing and into the job and too close to some of the players. Before your response, Tim, here's what George Bailey had to say to the media yesterday. Just um, uh, one on, uh, obviously, there's a lot of commentary today about a Mitchell Johnson column and a few you know things he's had to say about... Um, well, Dave and and yourself, and I suppose the function of the of the selectors. Have you have you read it and you, have you got any response to it?
0: Now I've been sent little snippets of it. Um, yeah, well, I hope he's okay.
1: That was George Bailey responding to the comments yesterday, Tim. What do you make of what Mitch Johnson had to say in that article?
0: Not a lot, Brent. To be honest, not a lot. I mean, you could you could go through it bit by bit and. And pick it apart. But at the end of the day, he writes a column where he's asked to give his opinion. And he's given it. Now, whether we agree with it or you agree with it or anyone agrees with it, it doesn't really matter. It's Mitch Johnson's opinion. And and what we want in sport and in commentary is people that give their opinion. What we can't then do is shoot them down when they give it.
1: Is it fair, though, what he said?
0: Well, if you went through what he said, I think... A lot of his article, he raised some pretty valid points. I mean, okay. the, George, the George stuff, I didn't love. I thought that was a bit unnecessary, if I'm totally honest. But was George um, too quickly from a player to a selector? It's a valid question. He obviously thinks he was. I don't. I work with George. And, and I think anyone who knows George would never question his integrity or his professionalism or his ability to do that job. And I think he's done an amazing job. You look at the success they've had as a team, you can't question that. But it is a fair question. He did go very quickly from a player to a coach. He is friends with a lot of those players. But what I will say, and I can only comment on when I dealt with George, anything that we had cricket-related, retirement-related, we were always talking about when that might be. The difference with this one was, this wasn't cricket-related, the ending of my career and George had a little bit of a conflict of interest so the professional thing to do was to withdraw himself from that conversation not only are we close friends he knows my family he knows everyone in my life so that that's not unusual anywhere in any business in your job if if there's a conflict of interest people sometimes withdraw themselves from that situation so they can't be accused of favoritism or whatever and there was a lot of other sensible people sitting around the table from cricket australia who were having discussions so that that was fine by me i don't think it was a courage thing or anything like that as i said george and i would always have back and forth and and tony Donamade and ben oliver and justin langer about when i might retire and how are we going to handle it everyone was on the same page with that this was a different unique situation and i think george coming out of that was the sensible and professional thing to do
1: so if it was a cricket purely cricket decision george would have been involved
0: absolutely 100% he would have been. He was the whole time. It was always open dialogue. Um, And then I think you go through the Warner stuff. And again, Mitch raises some great points. Statistically, David hasn't been playing well. And would other people be getting the run that he is getting right now? Probably not. But he's got credits, in my opinion, he's got credits in the bank because he is one of the all-time greats. And we saw enough in the World Cup to suggest that his best cricket is still there. Um, But yeah, I thought a lot of the stuff... I didn't agree with it all, but I found myself reading it and asking myself the question and that and that's basically what you want in an article if you want to put it in a newspaper, isn't it?
1: Do you do you feel a level of understanding then because you're in the same situation now. You you are in the media and you do get asked for your opinion and you do have to give it. So is there a sense of understanding from you the way he's gone about that yesterday?
0: Um well, I think it's probably clear to say you can read between the lines that him and Davey Warner probably don't get along, mm. so it's a bit easier for him to fire a few shots at him. That's fine, but again,
1: well, Can you shed any light on that?
0: I don't Their know. relationship? They're, well, again, they're just different people. I have no nothing to shed on it. I think they're just different, and I know again I'm only reading between the lines. From what I'm reading, it tells me that they probably don't get along. Um, but again, I think some of his. Points around the stats and his position in the team, and him getting a little bit of extra um, time, were probably ruined a little bit by the personal nature of it. D- do you agree with that? Like when he and and bringing sandpaper back into it, and mm. um, you know David being a person who used his power, his his leadership role for power and stuff like that. Like I, I played with David, and he certainly didn't do that. So I thought the I thought the article was pretty good. I thought there was a lot of questions that people would want to ask and it created a lot of interest and a lot of thought even for someone like me but i thought just a couple of little things we went a little bit too far that kind of ruined it for me and the george stuff i just found a little bit unnecessary but good on him for giving having the courage if you like or whatever to give his opinion because that's what people like you want And it has created a lot of headlines and a lot of newspaper articles for the cricket writers. And I'm sure they're happy to have something to write about.
1: We could talk about it all day. And we haven't even got to the last T20 game from India overnight, which we lost, but we'll try and get to that later in the show because we are late to get to the break. Coming back to wrap up the first hour next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.